everyone and welcome to the Fashion Potluck podcast session. My name is Una, I'm the content manager of Fashion Potluck and I am here with two guests. So I'm here with Camila, a guest, and uh, Julia, the chief marketing officer of Fashion Potluck. Hello. Hi. Hello girls. Now we are in our office in Amsterdam and we're going to be discussing a really fun topic, traveling solo as a female. So um, I think it would be fun actually to first uh, tell us a bit about your experience. Camilla, what was your trip? Where did you go solo? So earlier this year, I uh, had six months unpaid leave from my work. I work for IKEA here in the Netherlands. And uh, I went away for five and a half months, starting in uh, the Philippines. And then I went to New Zealand, uh, had a few days in Sydney. Then I went to Vietnam, Nepal and Tibet. Wow, that sounds amazing. It's a very long journey, yeah, indeed. I chose countries where I needed to have, wanted to really spend time and really just explore a few countries. How did you choose the countries? Were you there before or that it was the first time you were visiting? Some of them I took, um, um, well, some have been before. I've been to Vietnam before and I've been to Nepal before, but just shorter trips. And I really wanted to go back and explore more. And then my dream destinations forever have been uh, New Zealand and Philippines. And I didn't want, those are countries where you cannot just go for two, three weeks if you get off. So I really wanted to take proper time to explore. And that's how I chose my destinations. So for how long have you been there in In, New Zealand? In six weeks in New Zealand. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I still felt it wasn't enough. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Lani, but what about you, Julia? Uh, Well, I think I've been traveling solo for most of my trips. Because, I don't know, for some reasons, for sometimes I wanted to just travel myself and explore things by myself. Because there are certain things I like about it. And uh, sometimes uh, my friends were just not available because many of them have different life phases. Some of them are still studying, for example. Some of them already have kids and families. So sometimes it would be just hard to arrange, especially when we are spread through different countries and continents. Um, I, yeah, so I traveled mostly by myself. And I think the most like striking destinations for me were Italy, uh, because it was my first solo trip after I moved by myself to Germany. It was my first trip where I had to book everything because I, I lived in Germany. Yeah. But this trip was my first ever trip by myself. And I did it actually on purpose. And then also a striking one would be South Africa because, yeah, there are some interesting stories. How long it. were you there? Uh, I went to South Africa for six months. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. That's really nice. Exciting. Um, but there's often before uh, starting your travels, a lot of females, they kind of have this fear. Uh, should they do it? Uh, what's going to happen and stuff like that? Did you have these fears and um, how did you deal with them? Camilla, for instance. Yeah, I've uh, traveled also by myself earlier. Okay. Right? Uh, also like Julia, a few shorter trips, but I never been away for six months before yeah. uh, well in different places traveling around I've lived abroad and these kind of things but so I was a bit worried am I going to be lonely am I going to meet enough people I know I'm social and I like that yeah. part so it was never I was not scared of, of the part of, of meeting people but will I feel lonely yeah that was my biggest fear okay uh, I think but did that fear continue also during your trip no because only after a few weeks I realized how easy it is to meet people yeah. it's even easier to meet people when you're on your own because you have to uh, you have to talk to other people and other people also easier approaches you and I think that's very interesting as well that's true that's true what about you Julia? Um, I don't think I had 
any fears really because initially I started traveling with the small trips and then I didn't have a fear to be lonely for instance because it was just a couple of days and mm, yeah I didn't really have fears not even when I was going to South Africa because I knew already a couple of people there and I was going there for a purpose which was a job mm-hmm. so I knew that I will end up meeting people and if I will have questions they will always be there to help me so nothing comes really to the top of my mind okay well that's nice to hear but um, which steps did you take to prepare yourself for the trip I think it's important to first uh, talk to yourself like what do I want to get out of it do I want to have complete freedom in terms of like just buying one ticket with an open end and not having your return ticket. Or do you want to have like exotic yeah. and travel like 10 yeah. euros a day or something like that? Yeah, or do you, no, it's more like, do you want to plan everything? Do you want to have all your flights booked That's also? Well. So I chose a middle ground. I wanted to, I had decided which destinations I really wanted to explore because I was afraid if I don't research that in the beginning, it will never really happen or time yeah. will run out. But in every country I had freedom. So four weeks, six weeks, I hadn't planned what I was going to do in New Zealand, for example. So you, did, you never booked like hotels or hostels? You always did it on a place? Yeah, only a little bit in advance, but not like half a year in advance to prepare for the trip. But do you think that's uh, good? Was it stressful, actually? I like I like that way. But then being on the road at some point, I wished I also hadn't had those flights booked, that I could just yeah. join some people I met and cut my trip one week shorter in somewhere and go another week somewhere else but basically you had all the flights booked i had all the the whole time yeah okay yeah yeah because it's also a lot it it is cheaper if you book the long-haul flights in advance then if you want to stay in one region of the world you can find quite cheap uh short destination flights within that region but the long flight it's cheaper if you book uh, a few months in advance at least are there any applications that you use that you can remember or something (laughs) well i used a really good site uh, for me uh that is called indie travel because a lot of the big airline alliances they have quite hard restrictions to where you're allowed to travel in their global flight uh, options if they offer round trips Uh, but this travel uh, site called Indie Travel allows you to really by yourself look for multi-stop flights and it searches three days before three days after this airport in the area around and then you can basically like build up your flight itinerary just like you want and if you're flexible with a few days here and there you can save thousands of euros of uh, I'll, I agree with that. Camila actually yeah, I agree yeah. with Camila and I would never recommend doing it through agencies I think it's just like mm. a rip off and every human yeah, can definitely that. do it by, mm. by themselves yeah. yeah at the same time for maybe smaller trips, I would always recommend checking uh, low-cost flights because yeah. many people forget about their existence because generally m- many of them are not presented in apps like Skyscanner, so you have to go independently and look for them. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, search for low-cost flights, search for uh, tickets via Skyscanner, I would say, like Camila mentioned, mm-hmm. that like this indie website can be better. Potentially, I will try it next time. Also, Kawaii and apps like that are great. Yeah, yeah we'll definitely put them in the post for all the listeners but um, another question which often crosses the mind of uh, potential travelers is how to explain to your family or friends you want to travel alone and what's their reaction well I I don't think I have had to explain it okay. ever uh, I don't I don't think actually I ever got this question like why would you travel by Did they, it's more in the sense that they try to tell you oh no don't do it it's dangerous no actually not like okay. even you want when I got a job in South Africa in the like suburbs, none of my family or friends uh, like told me like warned me or like told me like so not to go. Very supportive. Yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe they're like 
yeah, more like open-minded. I'm not sure, but I never ever had an advice not to go. I guess they know you as well. They will probably, uh, you will probably do it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah I'll probably just not listen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's like I, if I want to go, I'll go. It doesn't matter what. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would say the people who know me, they don't question my decision yeah. because they know. But the people who don't know me and the people who then also, I think you get a different response for people who would never do something like that themselves. Yeah, yeah. they are more like, oh, you're going alone how are you going to survive why do you find that fun and then it's very hard to explain why just like people in your circle who like are not that close to you who are more maybe like from a different world yeah yeah. it's like why would you do that like they very judgmental and very yeah like weird reaction but it's just like yeah I mean yeah just don't listen to listen to to yourself first of all and just do it and I think it's very good to have Mm -hmm. also maybe an agreement with one of my yeah uh, learnings and what I really would advise is to always let somebody know where you are yeah and that doesn't mean like yeah. I have to text my mom every day where I'm staying but uh, more that somebody knows where where which destination you're heading to next also like if you're going away five days or two weeks where you don't have any any internet at all yeah, like when I was hiking good, yeah. in, in Nepal for three weeks then I knew I'm not going to be in touch and just then let that know to people around you beforehand yeah, so they definitely. don't get worried yeah that's very because good because you want to have somebody worrying about you when something has happened of yeah. course yeah. of course definitely um, but are there any moments when you look back and think wow this was so dangerous or irresponsible <laughs> yeah I mean, something comes <laughs> to my mind like like instantly so again like uh, I was in South Africa and as I mentioned like I had this job which is located in in the suburbs I lived in Cape Town in a very good area and I I chose a place in a very good area just because I heard how unsafe it is. But what I did is that I was taking public transportation of Cape Town, which is not that great, every day for two hours in the morning and two hours in the evening. And it was winter, so both times it was dark. And I was yes. traveling through suburbs, through ghettos, through very like dangerous places. And I had to do several stops. So like... And I didn't have actually internet connection with me. But you me. did have your laptop and stuff like that, which was actually valuable. Yeah, of course. I was traveling <laughs> to my to job. And I guess like maybe I looked European, blonde, and I just I like now I look back and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so glad that nothing happened to me. But there were so many chances for it. Yeah. I saw so many like creepy people around me. I just yeah. like I just got lucky that nothing happened. Yeah. Exactly. So much is also about luck. I mean, there is a there's a you should never be stupid, but you yeah. can also not or, or very very naive yeah. but you should also not not trust people around you uh, well, but then you have to be just s- smart about yeah, it yeah exactly you have to go with your gut feeling yes, always yes. And, and not put yourself in stupid naive situations so but then even if you don't even even if you if you're very considerate and you you don't do that then you can it could be that you're in the wrong place at the wrong time yeah. and that's just don't be paranoid it. I would say yeah. but if you have a weird feeling about a place or situation just get out believe it get and out. get out yeah yeah or a person yeah. yeah, I can imagine. Trust but your gut feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but um, do you notice female inequality when you travel solo? Like, do you feel you got the same treatment as, for instance, male travelers? Well, I guess it depends on the country where you're traveling. Because yeah. uh, in some countries within Europe, you would never feel it. 
yeah. potentially. And in some countries, maybe, yeah, maybe towards like Middle East or even Eastern Europe, to be honest, uh, I think you could definitely feel it, especially if you are not in the city center. Yeah, I've been mostly in Asia. So okay. and also in that part of the world, I never really felt scared or threatened because I'm a woman. Um I guess there are some countries in the East as well, uh, but... Yeah, it, it really depends. I mean, I've been in certain parts of India when I had a few dodgy situations, especially on a, a local train in the middle of the countryside where people just, men, just stand and stare at you. Um, and then I, I, I did what Julia said before. I was like, this, is, this situation is getting not good and I'm leaving. And I went through the train to find any kind of Westerner and okay. a man. So a French guy, I saw him. I'm like, hey, look, I need help. Can I sit here next to you? Uh, and, and then the men followed and then they came. But then when I was with a man, they stopped staring. Yeah. Okay. So... And that's also what I meant, but you have to also, when you travel on your own, you have to put all fears to talk to other people down. And if you need help and if you need to, yeah. to be just a friend or somebody to talk to, you just have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so that's kind of your way of approaching comfortable situations, just looking for help. Yeah. And then I had another example. This was on the trip I did now. I was in the Philippines and I ended up, my flight was delayed. So, uh, no, sorry, I came with a night bus from the north and the night bus arrived to Manila, the capital, at 2.30 in the morning. And I had no choice but to take a taxi to my hotel. And this was far outside of the city, a dodgy bus station. There's a taxi driver. I go into the taxi. I have to. How am I going to get to the hotel if I don't? I met nobody in the bus who I could join. Then I was like, okay, you know, you calculate the situation. Should I do it? Should I not? What are my options? Eh? And then I had let somebody know where I was going to be. And I have the application called Maps Maps Me, which oh, is yeah. a great uh, map uh, application yeah. that you can also use in an offline, offline. state. Mm-hmm. And you can follow where the car is going. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I was very lucky. The, the driver was super nice and he was really taking me to the hotel and he, he didn't find a way, but he really made an effort. But we drove to some really dodgy places and there I felt quite small. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, but again, I was not. It was not the wrong place at the wrong time yeah, for me, and actually, I was lucky. I also had a couple of situations with taxis, very similar. Yeah. yeah, but also I think it's important to mind how you behave, know the culture, know the behavior of people around you, know like mind how you behave and what you wear as well. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's really important. Act like, respectful to yeah. the country you're in. Respectful and not provocative. Yeah, it's really important as well. Yeah, I also feel like in this way, for instance, if you dress as other people, you fit in better as well, and they're not gonna, you're not. Gonna going to get a lot of attention probably you're going to get less attention less, exactly less safe, and, yeah. and simple things like don't wear a lot of jewelry yeah. visible yeah. don't wear your money you know in a small like, purse yeah. on top in your pocket like be smart and this is what we said in the beginning also like uh, you know have two credit cards put them in two different places have cash in different places okay. you know don't yeah. wear your your valuables so don't everybody go with sees a camera it. around your neck just yeah. just yeah be smart like know where you are and be smart about it. And do a lot of research beforehand, yeah, right? of course. But um, were you able to relax most of your trips? Or you think these situations you always kind of had to think about uh, your surrounding? Mm, there were some situations where which were more uncomfortable or where I felt a little bit stressed. Of course, it happens. But I think generally it was a pleasant experience. I think it was a positive experience, I would say. Okay. 
for me it was great I never really forgot. there were a few situations like the one I mentioned when I felt a bit yes. stressed but those are very rare and, and if you also try then to not take a night bus that arrives at 2.30 in the morning you can also <laughs> prevent them from happening yes, quite a lot definitely yeah definitely but yeah. Um, uh, was there ever a moment you kind of wanted to quit the whole trip Mm. For me, no, no definitely I don't not. Think so. No, no. I, I rather wanted to stay. I think. Of course, yeah. <laughs> But if if there is an uncomfortable situation, for instance, how do you keep going after it? How do you uh, feel like okay, this happened, but now I just have to keep going with my yeah, trip? Is there any advice? I mean, at certain points, maybe you should not keep going with your trip. Okay. I mean, it really depends on what happens. If you lose yeah. everything you have or something terrible happens to you, of course, you should not push yourself and go on with it if it doesn't feel right. Luckily, I didn't have any of those situations. And I just had a few moments when I felt a bit down and I really missed a good friend. And then it's so easy nowadays to just pick, you know, go online and talk to that yeah. person yeah. and get some support from whoever you need it from. And then you're like, okay, I just... Again, you have to force yourself because you're the only one responsible for yourself. You go to a hostel, you go to a bar and you find other travelers yeah. Yeah, to I talk agree. to. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you look back, uh, would you rather recommend a solo travel or a group travel or with a friend? Or I think both. I think you need both to like solo travels are great for some reason, while uh, trips with friends, they're just a lot of fun. I think every person needs both. Mm. Depends on what you want to get out of it as well. I mean, like you said, if you want <laughs> to have fun with a group of friends then, then then do that and if you want to really have some time on your own and and really reflect and, and have yeah, that when you want to rest um, maybe yeah. get to know yourself better or if you have specific things in mind I want to visit this museum and this yeah. hotel yeah maybe just go by yourself mm. maybe when you need some like minute by yourself basically I could get away from everything but yeah if it's just like I don't know a weekend trip with friends then mm. why not what uh, sorry what, one thing is also if you go away for a long time like I did and you go far away I did a little bit of a combination I did a small group travel of five days in the Philippines for example on okay. a boat That's great. and a few things in Tibet where I was in a group that was for me the perfect yeah. balance That's That's really nice. because actually this is what I missed it's a very important point but when you do long travels like for five six months I was really missing this I was always by myself I mean most of the time I would meet some random people on the street or in the cafe mm. or I don't know dating apps but like I, I missed I missed my friends I missed my group and I think combining this two by yourself and group yeah. trips in one big trip I think it's a very cool yeah. idea actually yeah, so you would say loneliness was kind of like the main uh, main negative factor or I there was some negative not negative, not no. negative. No. I learned a lot about myself and I also learned to be with myself and not okay. get stressed when I was too many days with myself and then of course after a few days I'm like okay now I had enough in my own brain I need to get <laughs> yeah. out of here but it was very useful for me to, to okay. do it on my own yeah Yeah. What do you think was your favorite part of the solo travel? I think the favorite part, there are two things that come to my mind right now. First one is you really get to know yourself better, as we mentioned, I guess, like multiple times. <laughs> But that's true because you're always with your thoughts and you're always observing yourself, observing your thoughts, your movements, your interests. And I think this is a great thing, like especially a bit longer trips. You really know what you want, what your inner person wants. Yes. And at the same time, um, I forgot what I wanted to say. <laughs> I can fill in. I totally agree with you on that, on this part. <laughs> And I would also say, for me, it's also the freedom. 
the freedom in an yes, almost actually. egoistic way to be able Precisely. to and you get so used to it after a while like I eat when I'm hungry yeah. I sleep where I want to sleep if I want to go, go to where this I want to go I'm going there yeah right? if I'm going to this bar I'm going there I don't need to ask anybody and I don't get, need to you know give a damn about anybody else yeah mm. but do you think it's difficult after that to have like group travel can be I guess maybe a little bit I think it depends on the group of friends because I had both experiences I had a very cool group experience where we were all kind of very chill and we just wanted things that, and everyone liked it no one like really like yeah no one really like say anything against yeah. it it was really like positive really chill and really a lot of fun and at the same time I was in a trip with some acquaintances of mine and they had like a list I want to go to this museum I want to go to this touristy place and this one I wanted to go to the store and I preferred to travel in a different way from them and it was really really bothering me that I couldn't I had to do things yes. that I did not like did not like uh, it would be also disrespectful to, to leave them you know at some mm. point yes definitely okay um, one of the last questions is um, how did uh, like advice for young women how to finance your travels because a lot of them think they actually can't afford it how can you make them as cheap as possible yeah do yeah choose where you want to go and like uh, use our tips of really research the flight I think that's the biggest chunk of the money so okay. the tips Julia had for in Europe and, and indie travel if you want to go further abroad like far but also look at for example then long haul trips like visa costs okay. um, some countries you can go for free depending on nationality yeah, for example up to let's say 15 days or 30 days but if you stay 31 days it's very expensive yeah. so do your research in advance to make it as, as cheap as possible yeah so search for cheap flights plus cheap accommodation hostels airbnb some different countries have different prices the more in more expensive countries in europe in northern northern europe for example i would try to go for couch surfing or yeah. see if some of my friends have friends or friends yeah, yeah yeah to stay there so just uh just don't don't st stick to the like normal websites let's just try to go around mm. and see what better options there are there are a lot of different apps there are a lot of different websites for hostels hotels uh trains, flights, everything. You can find very good deals. And then when you're at the destination, if you stay at a hostel, for example, you can cook your own food. So you can save money on going out for dinner. Uh, in every city nowadays are these free tours, free yeah. tours of the city where you just give a donation at the end. Perfect way to meet people, yeah. see the city. And then I would say also like when you go on your own, um, for example, going by taxi or sharing other things can be expensive. So just approach people. Like I always come to the airport and I see like, Like a, a, a couple looking uh, like tourists and I was like hey are you going to go into the city by, with taxi do you mind if I join and then we yeah. share it in three instead of uh, I pay everything on my own yeah yeah, that's very exactly. useful yeah. are there any final tips for our listeners on solo traveling yeah if you're doubting and you're thinking should I go or should I not just, just go, go. <laughs> just go there's so many women you meet also traveling on their own already and everybody's Ooh. like saying it's yeah. such a rewarding uh, uh, experience and you yeah. really grow from it I, and you I have agree. so much fun it's definitely going to be rewarding absolutely even though you have you will have some little maybe stresses and stuff yeah. like that it's going to be very rewarding at the same time as we said just be smart about it yeah. yeah know where you are and listen to yourself yeah okay and in worst case you just book a ticket and you go home yeah 
True. Nice for the final advice. Well, thank you for being here. And uh, for all the listeners, if you have any questions, make sure to leave them in the comments below. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.